With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only color fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Yeah, and we are back with the Week in Review. Great to have your company on the Mowers Club. Um, trade windows in rugby league, Nick Davis. Yep. Yes or no? Um, Especially a mid-season one, which is due to end, and I think they need to extend it past Origin 3, not the day after Origin 3, but that's their, what they're thinking, round 10 to the end of Origin 3. I think you give it another week just in case there's a big injury in, in Origin. But anyway, sorry, your yeah, opinion on the whole I, thing. Yeah, I think so. I think, it, uh, I think it just cleans it up for, for everyone. Um, the AFL trade window is stuck firmly at the, the back of the season. Um, there is a mid-season draft in the AFL, which... The rugby league can replace with with trade windows. Uh, I think it does two things. It helps players um, on the fringe be able to to move clubs, and it helps clubs um, that are potentially going. Oh, geez, we can make finals if we didn't have three props out or or outside backs aren't all injured. But uh, but I get I guess I get that it happens throughout the year. But I just think it cleans it up. I, mm. I think a lot of time. In rugby league media, um, some really good things happen in the game, but then they're overshadowed by certain player movements or this, that, and the other. I think if you have some clear trade windows, um, media and everyone else can focus on some all the really good stuff that happens in rugby league and not overshadowed by player movement every week. And is this the case in rugby league if someone contravenes those rules, which will happen? That's Absolutely. a big story out of that as well. So it all blows up. Oh, Get the best of both worlds. Exactly. Shane Flanagan named as an assistant coach at Manly. To um, who? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anthony Seabold. But Paul Ken actually writes read, uh, writes a really thought-provoking article this morning. Mm-hmm. Is, isn't it – and no one's really talked about this. Isn't it a bit odd that Shane Flanagan is going in as an assistant when he is known and has won a comp and wants to be a head coach by himself one day? It, it, it seems like they're going to have – Two chiefs there. What's the point in that? Um, he was obviously an assistant at the Dragons mm-hmm. for a little while, um, where the NRL rules stipulated that he couldn't take the head coaching job. He had to spend time back being an assistant again. Um, I don't know. Oh, I think it's potentially for Shane Flanagan just getting back in the the coaching whirlpool and seeing where then he gets spat out, I think. I, and I listened to, to some of his stuff during the year, and I think he speaks well on his television show. And I think it, it, we've spoken a lot about the cricketers and whether and when when is enough enough, when should Dave Water be allowed to be captain. I think Shane Flanagan now should be allowed to be a... a it doesn't make sense that he hasn't been picked up yet, which makes me think there's something that these clubs behind the scenes... Or either wary of, or worried Shane, about Shane Flanagan about his past. Do we know the whole past? Mm-hmm. And they're wary of it. it. It doesn't equate. 
at the moment. So yeah. it it has me suspicious of a bit like the Dave Warner thing. That is there something else that is holding Cricket Australia back from making the decision that everyone on face value thinks that they should make? Mm-hmm. And we don't know the whole. Oh, we know. We're not involved in interview processes. Story, We're not in so. the, the full story, but weird. Uh, it's a good pick up for for Manly, uh, a club that needs some yeah. um, some coaching stability there. So it'll be uh, a very good pick up for Manly and their players. What about the knife job that St Kilda did on Brett Ratton in AFL? This is extraordinary. So they re-signed him. We talked a little bit about it last week. They re-signed him, and then they. Do the draft period. They do all that. They do all their retention recruitment for next season, mm-hmm. apart from the preseason draft. Mm-hmm. And then they go, thanks, Brett. You're not our man. See you later. And it looks like Ross Lyon is shipping on in there. Are you suspicious about this, that this might have been the plan all along? No, I, I don't think so. Uh, I don't think it's a plan all along. If if St Kilda t- a month ago or two months ago or three months ago wanted Ross Lyon in the job, um, he would have been the one making calls on contract retention, recruitment, delistings, drafting. So how can you stuff up this much? <clears throat> like what? Like now, mm. Lyon goes in with the, assuming he's going in, the beautiful situation of oh, it's not, not my, my team. team. I've got another twelve months. Yeah, if it's not you my got eighteen team, months, Grace. This is not the list I want away, but like for the for the for the club and the supporters, it's just another year of just waiting, waiting, waiting. Yeah, it's. That may also be the catalyst of him not with the Essendon job. It was he was pretty he kept himself pretty distanced from that. Mm. Whether he had this floating away and bubbling along in the background, or whether he really didn't want to go and coach Essendon, I'm not too sure. But well, <laughs> Essendon, if you're not across it, would be like <clears throat> be like marrying into one of the most dysfunctional families of all time. Yeah, it's like you, it, you couldn't, you could fall in love, but look around and. But I think if there was two no, right coaches for the Essendon job, it's the man that got it, or it would have been Ross Lyon to go in there and mm. be, and to crackheads, kind to crackhead. Yeah, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. Interesting. So this story, through the week, Manchester United. Uh, Ronaldo played the week before against Newcastle. It was a nil-nil draw. Ronaldo played okay, but he was by no means the, the biggest threat in the world on the pitch. He was just another player, a very good one, but just another player. Midweek, they back up, short turnaround. They play Tottenham. They win. They play very well, Manchester United. They dominate Spurs, who are in the top four at the moment. Um, so big Go win boys. at home at Old Trafford. Go, boys. But Ronaldo was put back on the bench. He's 37. He yeah. can't back up. Yeah. He's looking after him. Eric yeah. Ten Hag, the manager. Late in the game, Ten Hag turns around to the bench and said, Cristiano, you're on. Cristiano goes, no, I'm not. I feel disrespected. And then later... Before the 90th minute, Cristiano stands up in his bib, walks off, goes to the sheds, quickly gets changed, gets in his car and goes before full time. Thoughts? He got in the car before full time. Yeah, he, he was off. gone before everyone got in. G-A-W-N, who beat the traffic. No. I didn't read that. To, for my team, I need to be all over this. Um, Your team. My team. Bandwagoner. Uh, Bandwagoner. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it's... That's no good, is it? It's no good, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Someone that's trotted the, the fine line of team discipline, I'm not sure even Nicholas would do that. <laughs> it's uh, it's a big call because he knows, as he's walking up that tunnel, he knows that everything that's gone on before he's him in the 90 going. minutes... He's got to keep going. No, not only that, but everything that's gone before him, a great performance from his team yeah, that yeah. he's a part of... He's going to be overshadowed. Completely overshadowed by this action. 
Like and then him. he he did the Arthur Fonzarelli on Instagram and released this big statement, but didn't say sorry. <laughs> it was like sometimes I get lost in the heat of the moment, but he didn't apologise to anyone for it. Now people have come out and said, "Oh, he's been disrespected, so he had a right to do that." No, so, is it an early nom for a year? Nah, surely, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, nah. There it is. It's before ten o'clock for the first time ever. Oh. It's one of the worst things you can do. It's a bad look. It's a bad it's look. Worse bad. It's, it's worse than bad. It's pretty hard. Um, it's yeah. Uh, what's what's the backlash? What's the repercussion? He's been told to go and train by himself for a bit. Train by himself. Go in the naughty corner. Don't ever think about it. Mm. How old is he? Thirty-seven. Okay. So that would they were had his best interests. I wouldn't be. Surprised. And the team. So he when wanted tra- out in the off season. He wanted out. He wanted to go, but no Champions League because he felt he, he, he only wanted to play he, Champions League. He, only, he doesn't want to sit on the pine, so he doesn't want to not play in it for a team in the Champions League. Yeah. So he uh, – but they couldn't find a Champions League club that would take him. No one wanted to go near him at 37, so he felt disrespected there. He stayed at Manchester United. They've given him a go. He's he's blended back in yeah. to the squad. He's not the man. But then he's done this. I wouldn't be surprised if he's played his last ever match for Manchester really? United. Really? Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they just let him get to the World Cup, go away with Portugal, come back, and then get rid of him in the January transfer window because the well, uh, the Premier League stops November 13 until after Christmas. So I wouldn't be surprised if he's out. Have you ever known – have you ever seen a teammate just spit it, Nick, and then not want to come back? You can name names if you want to or can do I, the hot things and can not. I, can I name myself? <laughs> but you've walked out before – yeah, I did it once. And? What it were the repercussions? It didn't go down well. Who was it? Rusey? Yep. Oh, you're an idiot. What'd you take him on? No, I... Um... Is it training or a no, game? No, I was in a game. In it a was game. in a game. And I remember it was before the was before the six-week fiasco. Hmm. It was the catalyst to it. And then... Oh, not even before that. Anyway, so after three-quarter time and we got a message and then... Something happened like in the first two minutes. Winning, losing. Oh, I can't remember. Mm. Irrelevant. And then we got something happened in the first two minutes. Same sort of thing. Got taken off for it. And you like, and you know when you make a mistake as a player, and you're like, yeah, I know, I bug it up. And then mm. like a minute into the last quarter, taken off. I was like, I know, I, I messed up. Mm. And they're like, Rusey wants to talk to you on the phone. And I told them I didn't want to talk to him. Hmm. So I sat there for the rest mm. of the quarter. I um, wonder why. <laughs> it wasn't a great moment. It's like summoning, summonings, uh, or asking, I should say, to just to keep it simple, Adam, um, asking your 14-year-old kid, come down here, I want to talk to you. No. Stays in their room. There's there's only mm. one winner there's in that. It's the parent. That, yeah. And then the 14-year-old jumps out the window and goes, have a great time that night. But no, in all seriousness, uh, you knew you did the wrong thing how soon after you actually did it? Um, yeah, pretty soon. And when, as the minutes went by and I wasn't going back on the field. What was the discussion like? Not great. The, 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 it was one way. It was less than a, a discussion implies that there's two people talking. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm looking in the word in the dictionary, in the thesaurus, that the, the discussion is two people talking. There wasn't much of a discussion. How long before... 
it was a discussion though before you. Nah, could... it was worse. It sat there till like Monday. Oh no, that's a long couple of days. And I went to reach out. Um, I think it was a Saturday. I went to reach, reach out. out. I went to reach out on Sunday <laughs> and got silence back. And I went, oh, geez, oh no, the silent treatment. I went, oh, I'm in trouble here. That's an easy kill for him. <laughs> that's a like a, check the phone, yeah, <laughs> stuff him, sit on that, sit on that, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> And I still then went to Monday night. I still went to Northeast. <laughs> See, I bet you did. I, did. I went, oh, I'm in trouble here. I'm going to have a real ball. <laughs> Double down. Oh, I'm probably not going to play next week, so I am. <laughs> no, it's, um, yeah, it wasn't a good one. But we live and learn. We now, live and learn. Now I'm. I think it's going to be a little different with Cristiano children. Ronaldo somehow. Uh, oh, I think he's got a bit more credit in the bank than what I had ever did. Uh, we are off to a quick break. We didn't get to the cricket. And also, great news for UFC, heading back to Perth. Mm. And Rob Whitaker, who had a great win in Paris not long ago, he will fight Paolo Costa, the Brazilian, at uh, UFC 284. That one will happen in early February. We'll talk about cricket a bit later in the show with Pete Lawler. All the big discussions about David Warner, Pat Cummins, sponsorship, all of that is on the way in the Motors Club. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So... We doubled it. Chicken and Maccas together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.